Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. I'm your host, Cassie, and I'm joined today by the other host, Sam. Good morning, bienvenidos, and welcome to Get This Shit. Uh, Homestarrunner.net. <laughs> it's, it's dot com. com. <laughs> I think that that really shows our age. <laughs> yeah, because we're young, hip, and have our fingers on the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> They'll finger anything with a pulse. <laughs> Jesus, Cassie. <laughs> it's from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> They're talking about the local uh, news station. Oh Jesus, they'll finger anything but a pulse. <laughs> and Bob said, no, I don't. He's like, no, that's not it. It's their fingers on the pulse. And Gene's like, no. No, it's the other way. Oh, Gene. <laughs> Pardon me. Vamp for you. me. Vamp Ow. for me, Samuel. Why? I die. I'm vamping. I'm glamping. I'm tramp stamping. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just a, a portion of the and that's sick. That's just a taste. The sick beats and flow that I spit on my compilation album. It's a six CD set. I'm selling oh. it for 12 easy payments of 1995. All right. That is and easy. And a vial of your blood. Uh, Whoa. Well. <laughs> Listen, times are tough out there. Look, if you offer the blood, you don't have to pay shipping and handling. All right. Oh, so, <laughs> that's ball, kind ball of a in, deal. Balls in your court, you know. <laughs> I would say that that's a deal. I send you a vial of blood. <laughs> we How could wear cr- we could wear each other's vials of blood around our necks like Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. No, it was her brother. What? I'm pretty sure it was her brother. I thought it was her and Billy Bob. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, either one no, is no. horrifying. <laughs> but I, she, you know what? You may be right. And I just may be thinking of when they were like, yeah, we make out. I'm sorry. What? Oh, yeah. It was like a whole thing. They were like, I mean, sometimes brothers and sisters make out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, that is true. Yeah. It shouldn't be. I mean, but it is. <laughs> Sometimes it does uh, happen. Yeah, I. It was Who's your brother. Oh, girl, I could the less famous one, right? Like, I mean, um, I know John Voight's her dad. Yeah, I think it's like a half brother from another brother's mother. You know. Well, according to Pornhub, that's fine. According <laughs> to Pornhub searches from research we've done, you know, sporadically, and. Through many years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> this has been a long study. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, like we said, welcome back. <laughs> so, well, welcome. Good morning. To, to well, for, our, our, I mean, whenever you're listening to this. Hello, to Gavna. Our, Hello, Gavna. Hello, Well, yeah, welcome back to our fungicational uh, <laughs> podcast where I, we talk about. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was listening to last episode. And uh, I was just like, oh, man, that was an old man corner. Someone was not feeling great. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was I was not feeling it last episode. Um, These things happen. Got got back into it, you know. And we're yeah. Just, and we're hmm. walking and we're moving and I had the uh, the morning creaks mm-hmm. <laughs> last week, yep. which is funny because we're recording in the morning. That doesn't matter to you when you consume it, but this is a wake and bake episode. Mm-hmm. So these are some of my favorite ones. I mean, it. I've got a lot of my favorite things going on, so. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly me. Mainly. <laughs> Namely you. I, uh, I think I mentioned it last time. When I say I listened to it, it was on. Hello, Nicholas. It was on in the background. <laughs> he jumped up in, into my lap, and that has never happened before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a strange boy. He's uh, yeah, he's been really um, very uh, attached. <laughs> yeah, att- attention seeking is probably more like it. He gets it from his mother. Gets it from. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> you come to me on the day that my daughter's to be wed. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I I forgot what I was saying. Oh, attention seeking. Um, mm. he's just been up my butt, man. It's been really cute. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> we love him. Yes, he's a little black floofer. He is. He's a floof. All right. Well, my doodle, what uh, what's been going on? Um, let's see here. Billionaires um oh. are dumb. That's Get cool. <laughs> that is. Yeah. I mean, everyone has talked about it. Ocean Gate yep. is uh crazy, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. Why? Why would you do that to yourself? Uh, I um, am not a fan of the ocean, as in, like, being in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll fuck around on the edge. I'll, uh, like, I'll get on a boat. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm nervous as fuck the whole time. Like, I think the I'm, larger I'm not the a... boat, the less nervous you are. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, when we went on that big... Bo- glass bottom boat in florida for our one year anniversary yeah like uh yeah it wasn't bad <laughs> i well i'm trying to like mm-hmm. r- recall it um it was very bracing to be on top when we were fucking jetting yeah. our ass out to the yeah. whatever yeah. Um, was it like a coral reef or a, yeah, a sandbar? I, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, reef or sandbar. I don't fucking remember. I've drank a fun. lot. Uh, yeah, for sure. In the immediate future after that ride, and then I've drank a lot since then. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I cannot truly remember if we've ever told the jet ski story. Not on. Not on. on, Oh my god. Well, a part of the same vacation. So we're like 26, 27, right? Yeah, I think 27. Yeah. So we are in the Keys Mm -hmm. and uh, we 
decided um, we were going snorkeling. Like Sam had set up snorkeling and all of this. Mm-hmm. And the morning of, the people call and they're like, so sorry, friends. Yeah. Last, yesterday and last night, like it stormed and the water's still like choppy and churned up and like. The sand is churned up, so you won't be able to see a whole lot snorkeling. We've done this plenty of times before, and... Eh, we want and, you to have a good time. Yeah, we want you to have a good time. Our business is mostly word of mouth, so, you know, if people leave us negative reviews from not having a great experience, it does more damage than to us than just yeah. trying to refund your money before you have a bad experience. And I was like, cool, so what do we do now? And I was like, mm, let's Google it. So I find this place that has motorsports and i was like hey let's go on a jet ski tour mm-hmm. and sam was like okay yeah i was totally Sounds down great. i don't know fuck about fuck all about jet skis like <laughs> yeah sam never had one, never been never. on one mm-hmm. i had been on one once maybe twice and on a lake which is so incredibly different than the ocean. <laughs> uh, I cannot stress to you how different it is. But I was like, Sam rides motorcycles. He'll be fine. Like, I, oh. I just rationalized it and was like, it's fine. So we get there and it's a, it's a little pricey. So um, for what we were rocking and uh, we decided to get one. Yeah. And I'm very glad in the end. That we only got one. Yes. Because if I was on one alone during the... I, I, you, I would have gone back. Yep. <laughs> like, I would have turned my ass around and been like, have fun. Yeah. Because, so we get on the fucking thing. Live vest, we got the sunglasses strapped on, everything. We're tooting out of the, the port, the mm. harbor, and... A big ass rogue wave comes in and I flip off the back immediately. (laughs) And I was like, fuck. So I get back up and I try twice to get back onto the jet ski. I'm like, how do you fucking like I couldn't like I couldn't see it in my brain Mm -hmm. how to do it. And I wasn't about to like start (laughs) pole vaulting around fucking uh, in front of all these people. So then, <laughs> so the guy was like, listen, if you can't get on the back of it, we can basically tow you back to the thing and you can jump up from the ladder there. And I was like, oh, absolutely not. So I hoist my ass up there and was like, I'm the strongest lady ever. <laughs> <laughs> so now I am wet going high speeds. And clinging on to plastic with wet legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we take off. Yes. Turns out um, when the water's too choppy for snorkeling, <laughs> it's also quite choppy for jet ski. <laughs> Who knew? Who and knew? Fucking the, Who knew? The, <laughs> the guide of the jet ski tour, he was like, all right, follow the person in front of you's bubbles and it'll cut down on the choppiness. And I'm like, cool, dope. I can do that. Dope, 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 dope. Then he proceeds to like, once we get out of the no wake zone, everyone gets gathered together and he goes like. Literally takes off at. Takes off at like 50 miles an hour. Yeah. And to the Peels point off. where like. Both Cassie and I are like 
full grown adults. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are not twig people. Okay. <laughs> So, and we're riding two up on a jet ski, and we are hitting these waves, and we are literally, <laughs> we are catching air in between each one, and yes. I am white-knuckled as fuck. <laughs> uh, to the point, when we are catching this air, you hear the engine out of the water. Yeah. Like, we are <laughs> sailing <laughs> at that point like and then fuck boy mcgee in front of us who has been on a jet ski plenty of times uh, and who was also with his like sugar mama yeah good for him yeah good for, her. Good for him good for her <laughs> good for him and like he's he is having a blast and a he is time zig- of his life zigzagging and i'm like showing off follow your fucking bubbles <laughs> So the way that he is driving is making many fucking sea speed bumps for us. And I am having a full-fledged panic attack. Yeah. Like, I am hyperventilating on the back of Sam. I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) All my going... (laughs) 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 Fucking... So rough. So long. Story, How long did we go on that? Probably like thing. maybe five or seven minutes, but it felt I like know. thirty. It felt like twenty minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we get to this little um like, it was like a grove area, area. Yeah, it was like, like a little bay. Bar, yeah. yeah, and he was like, "Okay, so you guys can get off and uh, uh, swim around and blah blah blah." And like, <laughs> before we even hit that, like we're slowing down. So I'm <laughs> yeah. on the back, and like Sam can just now hear me, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> So, I'm so scared. So once we hit this alcove or wherever we are fucking around, the water is much, 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 much calmer, and he gives us because like, we're on the other side of something. Yeah, because we were in the Keys. Like we started off on the Atlantic side there and then go. got to the Gulf side. Yeah, super calm. So Gulf side was much, much calmer. And he gave us, like, 15 minutes for, like, the first stop on this thing for us to just, like, you know, fuck around if you want to swim or just fuck around on jet skis. So it gave me time to fuck around on the jet ski and actually get a handle of how to operate this thing instead of, okay, from no wake zone to yes. 50 miles an hour jumping these fucking waves and shit. Yeah. And, and so, so they're, like... <laughs> Sam was like, do you want to get off? And I and I was like, I'm not getting off this thing until we're done. I was like, I just, I want to go back. And he goes, it's not really an option. So he was like, you're all right. It's okay. He's like, all right, we're going to toot around and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So we do. And like. We have a good time. Like yeah, I the rest start of to it like great. I, while no it was not. Okay. <laughs> no, it was not, sir. <laughs> Mo- With, like- so 
I smile for the first time during the trip and I calm down. There's this really nice dad and son and they were like, be in the, num- uh, be in the backpack is really hard on a jet ski. You guys mm-hmm. are doing a good job. Gave Sam props for, you know, first time figuring all that shit out because they were like, yeah, it's a little like we just tore off, man. Like that. <laughs> way to go. Way to make it here. Not loser kind of thing. And so he's like, uh, the tour guide's like, all right, it's uh, we're going to go through some mangroves. That yeah. was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was like, we're going to head back. But tide's coming in. Mm-hmm. And then we had to go across the channel mm-hmm. to get back in. And it was the highest and the lowest of waves I have ever ever experienced the waves were above our head at some point and i was like on the back of this thing for me it was fine because i found like my equilibrium and balance and how to move with the jet ski and you had also figured out that you can squeeze and hold on to me as tight as you want, and it's not going to fuck with me at all. It actually makes it easier for me when you're holding tight instead of just not trying to squeeze me too tight yeah. so you end up flopping around like a fish tail on the back and, of the like jet we ski. we were able to, like, <laughs> look, some, some of that was involuntary. <laughs> I was sliding off that bitch because there were a few times that I... My legs came up to Sam's shoulders. Like, I was so far off the jet ski at time. <laughs> oh, my God. So, we're crossing the channel thing. We get back, and we, like, do a little rally thing. Oh, I forgot to mention that I screamed at the guy doing zigzags. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, we're in a... what you said but i'm pretty sure it didn't really make sense if he didn't know what was going on no i was like what the the fuck fuck? are you doing man i was like quit being a jackass in front of us Uh, but so i (laughs) had to take rage out on somebody at that point so we get to like the outside media thing and he's like all right who wants to head in first yeah we get back to the no wake zone to one single file one by one go back to the dock and talk to jeskies and he's like who wants to go first i have never said me so quickly and like everyone left and i was like yuck it up motherfuckers Oh my god, my I survived. <laughs> my hands so, hurt for like two hours after that. <laughs> so we get off this thing. We're both walking like Nathan Lane doing John Wayne. Like I we go to the pizza place, Italian place that's on a, a site at the little resort thing. And when I tell you when both of us went to stand back up, we were like, oh, Oh, God. Oh, my God. Because I don't know if anyone else has ever for an hour and a half continuously clenched every muscle in their body, especially their butt, (laughs) especially their fucking butt. But, ah, man, I went to stand up and I was like, oh, 
we're gonna have to get a ambulance or something here. <laughs> I because I was the elevator out or it was just really hit or miss because we had to walk upstairs and it took no, us our, our a while. Thing was on the second because yeah, we were in Isla Mirada. Yeah, at this little um, I don't know. Like a little hotel. Yeah, key lime tree or something. I don't remember. Very cute. But yeah, it was on the second. Like there was like six or seven different bungalows and there was a first floor and second floor. Yeah. But walking up that fucking, oh my, harrowing, (laughs) harrowing. And we could not drink enough at this Italian place. (laughs) Oh my God. And we're like, let's just go back to the room. (laughs) Get drunk. And go to sleep. We'll watch, uh, what was it, like, Kitchen Nightmares that we could get down there? Yeah, or Bar Rescue or something. Bar Rescue. That's always a good one. I used to like Live PD, and then, No, I never, you know. I never started, like, I don't think I've ever watched I tried Live to, PD. I tried to justify it as, like, reminiscent of cops. Yeah. And, like, while cops still isn't good, Yeah, cops isn't better. great. But it wants like tied it to like a more staged. nostalgic time, and like the producers and like editors like tried to find like the most ridiculous people and most ridiculous situations. Yeah, to, not common. And I feel like it made it feel less real. Sure. Yes. Yes. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. Agree with that. Whereas, like Live PD, they were like, "We want you to see what it's like and add drama." And like Cops was not about bah, bah, bah. drama. Cops was laughing yeah. at about stupid people doing stupid things. Yeah, a lot of Shannon Freuda. You know what I mean? Mm, Whereas, mm, like mm. Live PD is like, "We want drama. We want action. We want you to feel like you're on the edge of your seat following you're these cops along around. for the ride." Yeah. And I'm like, oh. When they started doing the no. panel thing, I was like, oh, that's. That's strange. I don't... What What was the panel thing? Uh, they would like... It was like a sports desk. Oh, like they would color, like break down. Color commentary, like, yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had like the host at first. And then I don't, they started I like bringing on have... different like people for like little mini breaks. And then <clears throat> they put together like a panel of wow. uh, first responders. And gotcha. Yeah, I've never watched Adjacent any of it. I would just authoritarian. Like, I saw a couple clips and I was like, "Not uh, for me." No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I totally do. Oh my gosh! I apologize for the vocal fry and the constant um, clearing of the throat. It's allergy season, babes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, hot girls get allergies randomly <laughs> as they get older. It's strange. Old man corner. <laughs> but um yeah, so that's the that's the jet ski story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of my <clears throat> it's one of my favorite memories. Uh it was traumatizing yet hilarious. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. Like it there was more yeah. in there. And I but we didn't want to make the story the length of the podcast. Oh god, literally. <laughs> it could be so very long. Um but yeah, I would do. I would ride a jet ski now, mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. But um, I, because I rode a tire swing the other day, <laughs> the other week, <laughs> sure did. I did. I look like Miley Cyrus. 
<laughs> I was informed by many people. Uh, but yeah. And uh, you know what? Also, I, uh, I gave myself a little bit of a like, look at you go, girl. Because, I, you know, the meanest person to you is you generally. Uh, I don't know if anyone else struggles with that. But, um, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, I uh, have been struggling since I'm having a surgery and my body being different now. And just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, you're still growing, you yeah. know, like always growing mm-hmm. in, uh, in many different ways. So it's been a road of acceptance, you know, sure. and it's an everyday thing. But the other day I was helping open train cars at work mm-hmm. and I, it's something I've never seen done before. I've never been like that close to a railroad mm-hmm. other than like, you know, normal yeah experiences so uh i like to go out there and help them out because like getting the train car open is like fifth it can be anywhere from five minutes to like 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to get this motherfucker open because some of them are nice and new and they're taken care of Mm -hmm. and some of them um they transported the original load out of fucking Anheuser because uh, my God, it was at the original meat market in uh, uh, Chicago in the meatpacking district. Yeah. But uh, I was getting uh, one of the, the tea boxes are usually nice. Okay. So they have two spinny vault levers on them. Um, But there's also like a seal of some sort being like, this hasn't been tampered with. Um, Some of them are very easy to break. Some are not. Who taught the seals how to talk? Uh, You know, I don't know. I don't (laughs) ask questions. Why don't they use walruses? And why don't they use walruses? They're cuter. They have mustaches. They do. Wilford Brimley. (laughs) (laughs) Die British. So uh, they have little spinning vault levers and a seal that you have to break. Some are easier than others. And um, there are uh, ladders on the end of each car. Yes. Well, I, bitch, I didn't know that. <laughs> like, I, it wasn't until maybe the second week that I had dealt with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second week because the guy that was training me he wasn't a get in there and do it kind of manager. And I very much am like, I cannot drive forklifts and roll clamps and all of these things, but I, I can help open this shit up if, if I can get to it. Right. There's, there's one kind of car that I cannot get into because it's a steel cable and I, you bitch lacks the strength to chop that bitch up. Mm -hmm. So I open the ones that I can um, but as soon as you release all of this fucking gadgetry, because it, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like impressed. And then as you open it up, it like comes out and comes out on a track mm-hmm. and then it barn door opens. Yeah. And sometimes they, sm- they slide really smoothly and sometimes they don't. Right. But, um, I get those open and I was going back 
up the uh, ladder on the side of the rail car and I like hung there for a second and I was talking to one of my employees and I was like, blah, 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 blah. And then I, when I was done speaking, I looked over, then took my step to get up and kind of pushed off the rail car and uh, continued talking to my employee. And then we parted ways and I was like, I just fucking hung off the side of a rail car with one <laughs> arm talking to someone. I was like, look at you. Uh, you couldn't have done that like a couple of months ago. Yeah. Uh, like that would not have been a feasible thing. Like, especially like climbing up, up and down, like not super um, ergonomic ladder. Yes. Yeah. I the straight up ladders and different things like that I like straight ladders I yeah and I have never had like upper body strength so it's never been a forte of mine but yeah I was like damn bitch look at you go blah 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 and one of the guys was like hey y- you don't have to do that I you know I, I can get to it and yeah. I was like I mean hey man it's the way that I can help so yeah me like yeah it's nice when you have someone who's like your leader or manager or team lead or whatever who actually like could sit in the office all day but actually chooses to when they have a free moment get their hands dirty and help out and work alongside their people well thanks from someone who has always gotten their hands dirty (laughs) like it's nice when people lead from the front of the pack and not from the hill like you know what i mean like no i totally oh yeah no i i am that guy yeah (laughs) thanks Mm -hmm. i um i try (laughs) apparently i tried so hard and got so far samuel do you have any shit for us well i should hope so i left it on a cliffhanger last week yes all right give it to us again i can't remember i and i don't have my notes in front of me so (laughs) so we are jumping back into the story of the homestead strike of 18 oh yeah 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 yeah. yes negotiations had devolved uh and not progressed any and the Union got locked out. Remember? Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. they, uh, Frick, who was like the guy in charge prick. of the homestead plant, mm-hmm. had put up the fence and the water cannons and the now new wooden fence, oh, and where they called it Fort Frick. God. The sheriff McCle- uh, McCleary got involved. Yep. And we yep. set the stage for July 6th, 1892. So, on July 6th, Carnegie Steel devises a plan to open the plant to non-union workers. Oh, you gonna parachute them in? Enter the Pinkerton. God fucking damn it. I knew it. If there's anything union, Pinkertons are there. <laughs> so the previous April, like 
uh, Carnegie had hired the Pinkertons to like be security for the plant. Mm-hmm. And but so for July 6th, the Pinkerton agency went to different lodging houses around the area, which lodging houses were like a cheap yeah. form of housing while people look for Motel. Like, work and stuff. Airbnb. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, so I went to different lodging houses and hired 300 guys. Um, most, Jesus. Of, most of them had no idea what the assignment was, but they were getting paid about a hundred dollars a day in today's money. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I'd probably go along too yeah. for a second. Especially like when we were younger and a hundred dollars a day was like, you know, money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they put them on two barges on the river. What? Yes. They're shipping in their scabs. Yes. And armed them with Winchester rifles. Jesus. So there's two barges um, being pulled by a tugboat. (laughs) Okay. Upriver towards the plant. And if you remember last episode, the strikers had already put boats on the river. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, hey, guys, we're we're on our way. Also, they had sent people out to different surrounding towns to, like, keep an eye on ferries and railroads and, like, all this shit. So so as soon... Woof. So as soon as the barges left, like disembarked, oh my um, god, the union was aware. <laughs> I who needs GPS back then, right? They're good. So some of the, so like they're following like along the bank as these barges are being towed by this tugboat. Um, oh my god! Yep, still got eyes on them. <laughs> yep, nope, they're still. Cruising along at half a knot, just and yep, making yeah. his way, right? So. Going the exact direction we thought he would. <laughs> Correct. Yep. Yeah. Affirmative. Yes. Over. So, um, some of the strikers and Pinkertons get a little antsy, and a few pot shots are exchanged between bibbity baps. <laughs> I gotcha. Little little bibbity baps. Little gunfire here and there. Oh, oh, okay. Man, yeah, no, not, that's what I meant by pot shots. Oh my god, not just uh, baby babs. I gotcha. Yeah, not they're not hurling insults. <laughs> oh, I thought I I was thinking fisticuffs from the shore to a boat. Uh, no, in a different location. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot we were on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I said this was a wake and bake episode. <laughs> oh, uh, hello, father-in-law. <laughs> That's newly listening. Hello. So, um, so no one was injured. It was just just you know, pot shots. Yeah, kind of like gotcha. twenty-two Jump Street, like shooting. <laughs> just desk pots. 20- They're just desk pots. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, but the strikers alerted the rest of their supporters and drew over. A thousand men, women, children. I was just gonna say, ah, oh, family's coming out tonight, boys. Yeah, Samuel, uh, that's you and I. Oh yeah, no, they. Uh, <laughs> Let's get some. 
like there's a a lot of different estimation of the numbers of like the first group, but it sure. was definitely over a thousand. Wow, I <laughs> a thousand people start pouring out of buildings just around, and like they start to amass. Mm-hmm. It's either a riot. Or the zombie apocalypse. Like, it's or, one or the other. Uh, Taylor Swift pop-up concert. Oh, you know what? That would happen. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Thousands of, or at least over a thousand men, women, and children surround the plant. And this is at, like, 2.30 in the morning. 2.30? Yeah, the Pinkertons like, wanted to get in place under the cover of We needed a drink. So, Can we have some water? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just creepy kidding it. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, they're like, well, if the Pinkertons got, want to plan for early, we have to be earlier. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, well, yeah, the Pinkertons, like, they've left under the cover of darkness in the middle of the night and are trying to, like, sneak in yeah. to the plant. But so I, they can take up defensive positions. But they've and done then, not been able to sneak. Yeah. No sneaking no sneaky sneaky no no sneaking snake <laughs> so still under the cover of darkness they reach the shore and attempt to land <laughs> okay yep um, Good. i mean well what else do you do what else do you do right so no one there like there is a quote unquote trustworthy um, Pinkerton agent who uh, swears on his life that the strikers shot first, but the New York Times reported that the Pinkerton shot first. So we don't know who shot first. No, we do. It was the Pinkertons. <laughs> no, it was most definitely Pinker and Ten. You got riled up mob mentality, fucking. Strikers who were trust me, you've been to a Union Christmas party. They there's some loose cannons there. I I while I am not disagreeing with you, they're the cops. So like they did it first. <laughs> Somebody got nervous. Bippity bop. So because that's how guns sound. Yes, bippity bop. That that's that's a forty. Uh, <laughs> bippity boop. That's a thirty-eight. Instead of the streak, the whiz, the whatever, like how close it is to you. The pippity poo, that's like a 22. A 22. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they got bippity, bippity twos and they got bippity bops. So, so they start shooting at each other. Great. Um, and one of the captains of the Pinkertons and, uh, was wounded and one of the strikers. Good, um, tit for tat, I guess. Yeah. Tit for toot. The firefight continues for about 10 more minutes until um, two Pinkertons were killed and 12 wounded. Woof. And, and on the other side, two of the crowd were killed and 11 wounded. Well, hey, we got... It's a... <laughs> to quote last podcast, it's a numbers game. Right. <laughs> So the so like they're just like on the shore and just like bow 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 right and so this uh-huh. first initial ten minute firefight okay and then the strikers then start uh like using cover and hiding behind like the steel and the scrapyard and stuff oh smarties and the Pinkertons decide that they're gonna 
cut holes in like the side, like you know how there's like a wooden guardrail around the boat. Yeah, around yeah. The, the boat. So they cut holes in that sure. so they can still crouch and just shoot through the, the pew, holes. Pew, pew. Yeah, make other portholes. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, Those are then, not glory holes. Then the tugboat that was towing the two Pinkerton barges like yeah. straight dips out. They're like, not for me, G-Money. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, all of a sudden I am pro-union. I gotta <laughs> like, go. I'm fucking dying for this shit. Fuck you. <laughs> I'll be tug-tugging myself out of here. <laughs> so, and then... Oh, my God. Um, the strikers start, like, putting pieces of steel in the river like <gasps> upstream from the oh, barge. Oh shit! A little to, uh, Gallica yeah, like, action! Par- partially to block their way but also for them to like... Damage the boats. Would, no for them to like they put enough in for them to like stand on and... Get the fuck <laughs> out. And have higher ground up river and have a direct line of sight on these fucking boats fucking genius yeah meanwhile um hundreds of women are crowding the riverbank in between the strikers and the pinkertons calling on the strikers to quote kill the pinkertons Is that's that where I am. Shoot you over, shoot over your shoulder. Like yep. what the? <laughs> I well, I listen. Mind games. That's what that was right there. <laughs> and they're like, well, but why are you just here and you're screaming? Oh God! Now there's a mob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I hope one of my ancestors was down there. <laughs> so um, then a cannon. Was set up to try to sink the barges. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, Bill, you still got that cannon? Right? <laughs> That's a Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> Just let me, let me go grab my cannon real quick. I've got something. Right? <laughs> I've got, I've got a pill they can swallow. <laughs> right. Oh my god. So meanwhile, um, <laughs> Six miles away in Pittsburgh. Okay. Thousands of steel workers yep. are listening to the accounts of what's going on yep. six miles away in Homestead. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Not in my backyard. Right. <laughs> then hundreds of them, a lot of them armed, start heading to Homestead to aid the strikers. Well, not going to take care of itself, so... Go lend a brother a hand. That's amazing. <laughs> so at 8 a.m. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's so early. <laughs> the Pinkertons once again try to disembark. <laughs> We're out of this nugget. Let's go. One of the, like, strikers who's, like, perched up <laughs> is, like, sniping and taking pot shots at them, and they start returning fire again, so the firefight, like, re-ensues. Oh, uh, <laughs> my God. Because one of them was like, yeah, run, bitch. Yeah. Damn bitch. <laughs> Many of the Pinkerton agents uh, no longer want anything to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So they start huddling on the barge farthest from the shore. Oh my god. The more experienced agents who did the hiring from like the lodging houses had to like think of everything they could to keep them from jumping overboard and like dipping the fuck out. Literally, I was going to say, ah, swim that bitch to shore. I will swim my happy ass to the other side because I'm not getting out on that side. If it was me, like how I would keep them on shore, be like, you know, they're just going to fucking shoot you while you're in the water. Or fucking, like, beat you to death when you get on the shore, right? Like, the... the, the you, you already done stepped in it. You, you got a point there, not funny man. <laughs> so, but, so they're like, all right, but I ain't shooting back. Like, fuck this shit. Yeah, no, I am a conscientious objector at this point. <laughs> so, gunfire, like, in different, like... Yes. Uh, like, uh... I don't ways. know. Okay. So, of like ebbs and flows. Like the gunfire continued to be exchanged back and forth. Sure. Until about 1050 a.m. Oh, my God. All right. When another tugboat showed up to try to retrieve the barges. They're oh, like, my God. Junior, I cannot believe that you just left them. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's coming to clean up the mess. Yeah. And then it promptly turned around because it was driven off by gunfire. <laughs> Son, I understand. Don't send a boy to do a, a man's man. job. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> cool guys. Don't look at explosions. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is because over 300 men armed with rifles had taken high ground. <laughs> oh, my God. It's those Pittsburgh steel workers <laughs> those stealers you put it together good job thank you so sports, 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 sports. <laughs> so just before noon uh one of these riflemen like in the exchanging of gunfire shot and and killed another pinkerton oof unfortunately Sorry. it was a young man named al wells who was a medical college student who had taken the job to earn money during the summer to pay for college. Oh, well, he's not so Wells anymore, is he? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Cassie. <laughs> he spent this entire battle tending to the wounded Pinkerton, so he was <laughs> instrumental in saving my multiple lives. <laughs> he was making other people's Wells. <laughs> I stand by it. It's a solid joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So the firefight continued for a few more hours until the strikers decide that, um, you know, this has been fun. This has been fun and all, but. But let's, you know, progress this further. Let's burn it burn them down yeah (laughs) the next plan was to set the barges on fire yep i was gonna say when are the molotov cocktails being served because like this is a perfect situation what a wonderful uh afternoon for a (laughs) molotov cocktail so the strikers seized a raft and uh put a bunch of wood in it soaked the wood in oil great lit it 
and then sent the raft down the river. <laughs> Did you get our present? <laughs> the Pinkertons start losing their shit. Because <laughs> these barges are like they're wooden barges. <laughs> well, I assume so. Yeah. So they could cut through the, right, ex- the yes, guardrail. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I assume that this is a whole ass like looking <laughs> DIY looking operation. So the Pinkertons start losing their shit and the Pinkerton captain had to threaten to shoot anyone who tried to get away. <gasps> oh, I mean, well, I get it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily for the Pinkertons, the fire burned out before it got to the barges. <laughs> you didn't put enough oil on her. <laughs> so... I mean, that's very lucky for them. Yes. So then the strikers loaded a flat cart with drums of oil, lit it, and rolled it downhill towards the barges. Oh, okay. Yep. That'll that'll do it. But it stopped at the water's edge and burned out. Son of a bitch! <laughs> They're steel workers! You work with fire all day! <laughs> Then they tried to throw dynamite at the barges. <laughs> That's you gotta you gotta have a good spiral for that. You know what I mean? So, um, only one bo- of them had a direct hit, and it didn't do that much damage. Of course, it didn't. Because we talked about it was about, a firecracker. Exactly, like we talked about on the whale explosion episode. Like, yeah. If. You, if Dynamite is not surrounded or embedded in things. It doesn't do that It doesn't do anything. Oh, my God. Molotov cocktails, people! I'm not sure they had been invented yet. I... I, Everybody knows that booze and fire burns. Like, I'm Yeah, but actually jamming a rag in... Because, like, Molotov cocktails are named after a guy (gasps) named Molotov. You're who not I believe wrong. was around World War Two. Um, here, let's see. Yeah, when I think were Molotov cocktails invented? <laughs> uh, July 29th, nineteen forty. The Albright and Wilson uh, of Oldbury demonstrate to the RAF how their white phosphorus could be used to ignite incendiary bombs, uh, throwing glass bottles containing a mixture of petrol and phosphorus at wood and into a hut. There you go. Mini shit. (laughs) That was a shark. You're hilarious. (laughs) So yeah, so they throw dynamite, one hits, doesn't do much. Sure. So. One of those poppers. (laughs) You're hilarious. Oh my God. So. Ten hours after this whole thing started. Uh-huh. Ten hours, Jason. Uh, at 2 p.m., the strikers decide that they're not going to set the barges on fire. They're going to set the river on fire. What? <laughs> what is this, Ohio? <laughs> what? So- yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Phil, I came up with a great idea. Fire's burning out before it gets to it, right? Right, exactly. It's burning out when it gets to the water or on the water. You know what we need to do? Set the water on fire. Genius. Thank you. So they... Key to the city, please. (laughs) They pour oil onto the river um, and try to set it on fire, but they... And you know 
Are they just dumping straight oil? Right. That that can't work, right? I mean, it can. That can't, that can't work, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it absolutely can because oil will sit on top and then... Well, yeah. But it was like... Ooh, they didn't... tight buttholes the whole time. You're like, oh my God, is that going to work? One, the river, like... I'm like it, it didn't work. Okay. I'm assuming because the river had too much motion to it. And yeah, it was you did say that there was like a current, like it, you know, it was dispersing out too quickly. Sure, and not sure, concentrated sure. Concentrated enough to. All right, so just polluted. Perfect. Woo! Woo! Have fun, fishies. So, <laughs> so all right. And we so, followed in their footsteps ever since. Right. So now we're gonna go behind the scenes and wind the clock back to nine a.m. Okay. Right. Are we on a different uh, different set? Yes. <laughs> so behind the scenes, the union president, William Way, rushed to, at 9 o'clock, rushed to Sheriff McCleary's office, which if you remember, 9 a.m. is like, <laughs> he probably woke up at 7 because, you know, excuse me. Yeah, I he's having a normal day. Yeah, like, he's having a normal day. Normal ass day. He's not boots on the ground, fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating any of this shit, he wakes up and he goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so nine a.m. He goes to uh, Sheriff McCleary's office and asks hey, him to request a meeting from Frick. <laughs> Frick refuses. Oh well, no way. Come on, uh, you seem like a reasonable frickin' man. Yeah. So, Frick was banking on the pattern of that had been formed in previous, like, labor actions mm-hmm. and responses that the more fucked up the situation got, the more likely the governor of whatever state this is in was likely to call up and send in the state militia. Sure, sure. Right. Yeah, just have the government do your dirty work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happened a lot during the history of weird, organized labor. Weird, weird. They literally just did it again. Yep. So, Sheriff McCleary tried to not call the governor, um, but he's like, no, we can handle this. Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. handle this. No, let them, let them tire themselves out. Yeah, it only took an hour, and by 10 a.m. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he was like, we yeah, I uh, got nothing. So he uh, sent a... <laughs> it's a rotary phone, not yeah. a telegram. Telegram is like... They're going to feel that in their fucking <laughs> eardrums. I'll tap the desk if I want. I'm adding ASMR. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, by 10 a.m., he sent a telegram to Governor Robert E. Pattinson, not Pattinson. Oh, okay. There's no Robert Pattinson in this episode. Oh, all Sorry. right. Sorry. I'm so disappointed. No bad daddy. No bad daddy. <laughs> uh, so, Robert E. Pattinson, uh, telling him how his first deputies and uh, how his deputies and the Pinkertons had been driven off by almost... 5,000 resistors. Oh. My. 5,000. So, um, the governor sent back a telegram telling McCleary to, um, why don't you try to exhaust every option before you try to get me to intervene? 
have you tried turning it off and back on again? <laughs> Is it plugged in? <laughs> Is your union plugged in? Okay. Uh, so can you check if like, it's plugged in? Cool. Thank I you. I had that is why I I uh, that's such an upper management answer. <laughs> I know, right? Just fucking I can you at least try at first, okay, until you ask me to do my fucking job. Yeah. So McCleary asks again at noon. Boss, it's real bad down here. It's not getting any better. It's getting decidedly worse. Hey, man. So he asked again, and the governor continued to stall by asking, Hey, I mean, how many deputies do you even have? Deputize some of your besties and fucking take <laughs> and care of it, McCleary. It's like they got 5,000 motherfuckers. What, you want me to deputize seven? Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Uh, best I can do, deputize a thousand of the motherfuckers down there. Like, that's the best I can do. Right. And, like, and so <laughs> McCleary asks again at three. <laughs> He has to get at three o'clock and he's like, dude, they've tried to set the river on fire. I don't know if he said that. <laughs> <laughs> he has to get at three and the governor told the sheriff just to deputize and like his own militia, like form his own militia by deputizing people. <laughs> All of the people are down here is what I'm telling you. I, I I have no birds. I have no bush. <laughs> there, uh, the birds and the bushes are down there. <laughs> oh my god! What an upper management response. So, personally, I think that the governor was, if I, my feel of it is the Ron DeSantis. <laughs> the governor was stalling. Because he didn't want to send the state militia in to... no, to handle a union and a a, a civil dispute, probably. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he could have been, like, pro-labor, or he could have campaigned on being pro-labor. Sure, you're not wrong. not be helpful to his re-election. Yeah, because, like, he can't be like, Pinkertons, you're being ridiculous, get out of here. Because they were hired by the business. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, what is the option right. if, you know, the government yeah, intervenes? Yeah, it's a tough spot to be in as yeah. the governor. And, like, and there's... Can you, you guys just hug and make up? Right, yeah. Say you're sorry. Because you don't no send hug. in, like, the National Guard to peacefully and amicably settle it. It's like, no, what? we're going to shoot, trample, and beat you into submission whenever the I army mean, shows up. I mean, Samuel, I've never felt anything but safer on authority figures. <laughs> So, at 4 p.m. This has been a long day. A long day for everyone. And, like, his started later. Yeah. And it's still a long day for him. Yeah, it's been 14 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since they first were alerted at, or, okay, I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm talking about McCleary and uh, the. Oh, yeah. uh, William Way, the president. Yeah. There started a little late. It was like, like, they've been running the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. They hit the ground running, but fuck. Everybody, uh, they need a nap. 
So at 4 p.m., the firefight at the barges started to wind down as um, 5,000 more men from the towns in the south of Homestead arrived. There's like two suburbs south of Homestead. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, pal. You guys, uh, could you use any help? (laughs) You uh, want a couple of broad-shouldered gentlemen? So the more ass kickers, <laughs> the union president, William Wade, tried to get another meeting from Frick and he. Are you sure you don't want to talk? <laughs> you may. I don't know. You sure? Nope. Frick. Nope. Um, Frick no. And the president, he also urged the strikers to let the Pinkertons surrender, but he was (gasps) shouted down by the crowd. Well, yeah. Uh, He appealed to the crowd again, but they ignored him and started shooting leftover fireworks from the 4th of July at the barge. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is the most American thing that I've ever heard of. And that is how we shall be celebrating. Oh, my God. I thought I would die surrounded by friends and loved ones. There's so many colors. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Oh, my God. So the leader of the strike committee, Hugh O'Donnell, then like... As a Roman candle leaves his hand. (laughs) Right. uh, Demands that every single one of the Pinkertons be charged with murder. Oh. And should be forced to turn over their arms and driven out of town. And the crowd loudly agrees with him. Yeah. (laughs) Turn feather him. What? Who said that? Who said that? (laughs) Right. So at 5 p.m., the Pinkertons raise a white flag on the (gasps) ship. No way! (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Jim! Jimothy is over it. Please, it's been 15 hours. Or 14 and a half hours. Let us go. (laughs) No more. uh, I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. (laughs) So they raise a white flag and ask to speak to the leaders of the strike committee. Take me to your leader. Please, for the love of God. So Hugh O'Donnell, the leader of the strike committee, uh, guaranteed... Uh, them passage out of town. <laughs> when they departed the barge, their weapons were taken from them. I'll take that. Thank you. And Kicked them in the ass. They were forced to be uh, marched through a gauntlet <laughs> and got the ever-living shit kicked out of them. Uh, how is that? Okay, well, I'm pro-kicking the shit out of them. But how are you going to be like, yeah, you got safe passage. I mean, just gonna but beat you the die? shit out of them. <laughs> Okay, no, I see. No, no, no. Like, I mean, I see that from, like, his perspective. He's like, I mean, they could have done worse. Yeah. Come on. Um, So they, and so they, they're run through this gauntlet. Many of them are beaten and beaten unconscious. Oh, well. Yeah. That's not a little bit. So strikers then ransacked and burnt down the barges. (gasps) Well, I mean, you have to at this point. Uh, the Pinkertons were then marched through the town for further abuse. Oh my god! Uh, until they got to like the local like theater opera house, which was turned into an impromptu jail for these three hundred uh, uh, roughly three hundred people. Sing to yourselves, 
get in there. But it was this like blatant beating the dog shit out of outnumbered unarmed men that that's not cute. Yeah, it's not cute. And it started to turn the it gave the pro business like papers and yeah, media something to write about. For sure. But when you look Cruel at union workers, blah, 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 unarmed men. Right. Yeah. But when you look how like the New York Times wrote about the incident at Tompkins Square. Mm, yeah. Where there was a peep a group of people who assembled they weren't even protesting anything any business they weren't on a labor action they had just gathered together to like be seen like we're poor and we need jobs please fucking help us yeah yeah the police showed up on horseback and just rode through and had their clubs out and just start beating the shit out of people and super cool the the new york times the next day talked about how um funny it was to watch uh these people like try to run away and feebly fight back and be completely unreasonable. And So it's funny that the failing New York times. Yeah. So <laughs> it's funny that when the strikers beat the shit out of unarmed people, then, Oh, well, oh, that, yeah, they're terrible men. That takes away from the your message cause. Yeah. of your cause and, delegitimizes it but when the fucking authority beats the shit out of people as well it's because they were acting unruly and they were bucking against it you know what i mean wait what you mean like what's happening still to this day yeah strange i don't you know i think that you should be able to protest but you know breaking windows and hurting people's businesses outrageous outrageous so the Pinkertons are your butthole. Are... Come here, <laughs> easy. See, punch you right in the butthole. So the Pinkertons were, like I said, were held at this impromptu jail at the theater opera house Doodle, um, and there is an argument about the transfer of the prisoners, like to authorities and stuff. Uh, we're not done. <laughs> Long story short, an agreement was reached at ten fifteen p.m. Good God. And at 12.30 a.m. on July 7th, a train arrived to take the Pinkertons, Sheriff McCleary, and the union's lawyer to Pittsburgh to, like, go take them to court, sort all this shit out. Take me home, country roads. So when they arrived in Pittsburgh. So they were herded on, like, cattle and yes, uh, yeah. and shipped. Ships. Shipped off to Pittsburgh. Yeah, which is Pitts. only like six miles away. Yeah, but. sure. I So it was a beautiful, I'm sure it was a nice night. They didn't night. make them walk, so that's yeah. cool. That is cool. That is cool. Take a nap. <laughs> so when they arrived in Pittsburgh, uh, the Pinkertons uh, were not charged with murder. Well, yeah. I mean, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they were, however, just simply released. So that's oh, cool. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what the gauntlet was for. Get your pound of fucking flesh because nothing, that's, no, I mean, yeah, that's nothing. how much fucking, uh, uh, you know, trust they had uh, in, in the system. Yeah. And well, we're not justice. Nothing's going to happen, yeah. boys. And it's probably going to happen to us. So mm-hmm. get your licks in. Wow crazy there are no parallels (laughs) i can tell you that this story is far from over oh my 
and I thought it was only going to take two parts, but it's going to take three. What? Who knows what's going to happen next? Oh, my God. <laughs> Not a fucking cliffhanger. I'm sorry. I got into it, and I was like, Ah, no. it's so good. There's so much just in the Pinkerton part of this. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. All right. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, and like the story gets so like crazier. <laughs> more crazier. More craziest. It's uh... Oh my god. Okay. I well, shit man. That's <laughs> I can't say that I haven't enjoyed listening. <laughs> it's uh... Yep. Uh right on. Well, you know what? I I think We'll just uh, do some get that shit. Cool. Because, I mean. We're we're in it. Yeah, we're I mean, in old it. Old Man well, Corner took up a bunch of time. <laughs> listen, uh, I didn't Old Man Corner too much this time. <laughs> we referenced from Starrunner.com. It's my show and I can be old if I want to. <laughs> old if I want to. All righty. Well, well, well. Sam... You wool and friends. What candles you got for us? <laughs> you were hilarious because I almost did a candle. <laughs> I almost did a candle. Uh, so our get that shit this week mm-hmm. is inspired uh, by a interaction too. that too, <laughs> an interaction that I had with one of my uh, uh, employees. Mm-mm. Um. He is uh, probably like 45-ish, maybe a little older, Mm -hmm. um, Hispanic man named Juan, and he is so nice and so funny, and um, he speaks about as much English as I speak Spanish, so like, we can get points across if necessary, but we joke and laugh all the time, and like... I'm like 75% of the time, I know that we understand what we're laughing about. But like the 25% of the time, we're just like, I think they said something funny, so I'm going to laugh. 60% of the time, it works Works every time. Every time. So um, I guess Juan had never heard me say uh, groovy taters. And uh, uh, I had said groovy taters earlier in the day. And he was like, what? what and i was like i don't know like okie dokie or cool beans and he was like beans <laughs> <laughs> and he i was like yeah it's just something i say groovy taters and he goes groovy <laughs> so <laughs> go on over to all the grooves on all of your different platforms, okay? Mm-hmm. All the grooves. It's groovy art for groovy souls. Uh, this Picturing black light hippie posters. Oh, Samuel, it's so much more. Psychedelic patterns mm-hmm. on every single thing that you could. Don't take it. Just try to look at it. Anything that you could imagine. Gotcha. There, um, it's very, what is it? Um, like rave E and M culture type of stuff. There's so many different. Um, I 
things. There are lighters and cups and stickers and huge paintings. But everything just has that really, um, I don't know, the modern take on psychedelic groovy art. Sure. Yeah. So um it looks fun. It is fun. There are some buttons. Let's see what else. I the paintings are super cute. They're really affordable. Um there are stickers like I said, but we've got Love is love. Um, I love you so mush and it's little mushrooms. <laughs> little painting. It's so cute. You got your aliens. All of that good fun stuff. So make sure that you head over to all the grooves on Instagram, TikTok, and you can look them up on Etsy. Love it. Yeah. So for your uh, your, what is it, festival season. Yeah. Yeah, I know like Bonnaroo happened not too long ago. I saw someone post about it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I know it right? happened. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. And Drew Afawalo was, uh, she's been to a couple different festivals. And it's, uh, the, I think it's the Eris tour for Taylor Swift. Mm. Um, I know a couple people who have been or are going. And they said that it's been magical. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty fucking cool, man. Clips from this Taylor Swift tour yeah. and the you know production value. It of, looks like she puts on a fucking show. Yeah, it's not just like standing there with a guitar. There's no, like special I, effects. And yeah, shit. <laughs> absolutely. So go on over, like I said, to all the grooves for your festival, heiress, wear lighters, Ooh. all of that stuff. Okay. Well, 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 Samuel, I think that um, that about wraps it up. Yeah. Don't you? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to hold out on mine. Mine. Mine is uh, evergreen. Nice. So I can tell this tale any old time. Mine is ever um, interesting. Ever repeating. <laughs> ever repeating. <laughs> yeah, yay. Yay. Well, we'll leave you with that. Um keep your chin up or yeah. chins. <laughs> Whatever you got. <laughs> uh and uh yeah, hopefully we've introduced a little bit of levity in your day. That's uh that's our goal. Yep. Here at GTS. Maybe if you learn something cool, if not, just you know. Yeah, it was great hanging out with you. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Love you. All right, love and light. Get on fire. Bye. (laughs) Bye. 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 Throw a Molotov cocktail.